After last week's episode, I received some concerned phone calls and text messages from friends and a few family members. And I just want to let everybody know that I'm okay. I purposely tried to stay away from a lot of the news this week. I've been drinking a lot more water and wearing more clothes. So everything's fine. Let's start the show. everybody hi i'm your host uncle doug and welcome to the oxenities podcast yeah so this week we're not pussyfooting around i am talking about suicide that's the topic straight up based on recent activity in the news i felt like it's a topic that needs to be addressed it's something that's not really brought up in common conversation and I wanted to talk about it. I want to share my views, my thoughts, and just see if it aligns with you guys. Let's start a dialogue. Let's let's talk it out, you know? But before that, I am going to play a quick clip, and then we're going to come right back straight into the episode. Be right back. Another big story this weekend is the unexpected death of celebrity chef and TV host Anthony Bourdain. Carter Evans says that it's ignited a new conversation about suicide prevention. At the New York restaurant where Anthony Bourdain made his mark as a chef before becoming a famous writer and TV star, fans are still trying to understand why he would take his own life. It's so upsetting when you feel like someone is such a light to the world a positive influence and and they feel the need to leave. The celebrity chef was filming in France for his wildly successful show Parts Unknown when he apparently committed suicide in his hotel room. Bourdain's death on Friday and fashion designer Kate Spade's suicide earlier in the week came as the Centers for Disease Control released a new study showing nationwide suicides are up 25 percent since 1999. In 2016 alone, nearly 45,000 people took their own lives and more than half had no known mental health condition. According to the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention, the biggest increase is among people in the same age range as Bourdain and Spade. Middle-aged Americans, and particularly white men and women, their rate has risen the most, um, between 50 and 65 percent. On CBS This Morning, Dr. Gail Salt said anyone can look for the signs. So if you see someone becoming socially more isolated, withdrawing, they're feeling sad, they're feeling hopeless, they're feeling worthless, um, yes, then, then those are people you want to be talking to. And she says the conversation should be direct. When they start to talk about it, then you say, have you thought about harming yourself? Have you thought about taking your life? Be really direct. It is a myth that asking about suicide will cause someone to commit suicide. Calls to some suicide hotlines have increased dramatically following the high-profile deaths. Suicide is the 10th leading cause of death in this country. The CDC says someone takes their own life every 12 minutes. Rena? A heartbreaking statistic. Carter Evans, thank you very much. Okay, everybody, welcome back. As the clip states, we lost a few people last week. We lost Kate Spade, 
veteran fashion designer. She's known worldwide for her clutch handbags. And we also lost world-renowned chef Anthony Bourdain. They both ended their life by suicide. Both hanged themselves. Kate Spade in her New York apartment on Tuesday of last week. And Anthony Bourdain in a uh, French hotel last Friday. And I don't know. The, 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 the whole idea of it, I wanted to talk about it this week because I recently found out that two of my friends, two of my really good friends, they wrestled a bit with depression, anxiety, you know, stuff of that nature, and they contemplated suicide. Both of them actually tried suicide, one more than the other, and both were unsuccessful, thank God, but they both told me in their own, you know, little way that, you know, sometimes it's tough, sometimes it's hard, and they generally seem like happy people. You know, they, they seem like they're happy, happy-go-lucky people. There's nothing wrong. There's no issues or anything. And it was just shocking for me to find out about that from them. So I wanted to dedicate this episode directly towards suicide. Now, my thoughts on suicide are my thoughts from a, I don't want to say biblical standpoint, because in Jamaica, it's definitely frowned upon to kill yourself, because, you know, life not really that hard. No matter how you think, say, oh, you might have it harder than some people, like some affluent people out there, they live their life and they do their thing, I live this big flamboyant extravagant life you might not have it as best as the other man but there's always somebody a little bit worse off than you you know what i mean so the 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 idea of it that's why in jamaica it's not really a big you know thing as a matter of fact i did some research on suicide and on the countries that are mostly plagued with suicide so jamaica on the spectrum and this was a 2015 survey in jamaica jamaica is ranked where is it there we go jamaica is ranked 179 out of 183 surveyed countries for suicide while america is ranked 48 and this whole this whole idea actually it just goes to show that no matter how you may think that you know people might think that oh because you got money and because you got power you're not likely to commit suicide but and I'm not saying this to be funny, but I am a really good cook. And <laughs> I'm not at the level of Anthony Bourdain cooking. You know what I mean? Plus, 
I'm not world renowned. I'm not known all over the world. I think 50 people know me. <laughs> and I never once like thought of suicide. You know, I'm not saying my life is perfect. It's far from it. But I never once thought to myself, you know, I need to end my life. There is there is no hope for me living. But he probably had that thought and went through and ended his life. And it sucks because I personally don't believe in suicide. You know, like, I don't think life is so tough and so hard and so complicated that you got to end your life. That just seems a bit weird for me. I will say, though, if you have anybody in your family or anybody in your life that you suspect that they might commit suicide or they talk about committing suicide, don't ignore it. By all means, definitely don't. Because you ignore... All, potentially, all they might need is somebody to just reach out to them and care. Somebody to show interest. And once they get that person to show interest, like, that could potentially quell that thought you know what I mean and I don't know I, I I go back to the list that I pulled up and when I look at the list a lot of the countries that I highlighted like the top country in 2015 for suicide was Sri Lanka and Sri Lanka is ranked 120 for one of the most happiest countries in the world. 120 out of 150. This is the survey that they did. And this was a, uh, a recent survey. Now, when you go through the list, like I go down and I look 48, that's where the United States is ranked on the suicide spectrum, right? But it's ranked 18 for one of the happiest countries in the world. While Jamaica, which is way down at the bottom for suicide rate is ranked 76 on the happy spectrum. So basically they're saying that Americans are way more happier than Jamaicans, but Americans are also more suicidal than Jamaicans, way more suicidal than Jamaicans. And it just goes to show that you may see somebody and they're smiling and they're happy and they look like so positive and they're working out, they're exercising, they're eating healthy, they're socializing with friends and you turn around and they end their life, which is why we have to, as a society, pay more attention to our friends and family. Not just, not just day, not their life, not just Talk to them when you see them. Like, call them up. Call up people. Text them. Hey, what's going on? How you doing? If somebody went through a tumultuous, you know, time in their life, they lost a family member or they lost a friend or a job or whatever, like, still reach out to them and say, hey, how you doing? Are you good? Everything okay? That person might not. They definitely might not decide, you know what? Screw it. I lost my job. I'm going to kill myself. But you never know. And we have so many 
social services for this kind of issue. But a lot of them aren't really utilized. One, maybe because they're not known about, or two, because people are uncomfortable. Like, I would be uncomfortable whipping out my dick to a doctor. Like, that that makes me very uncomfortable. But that's my personal insecurity. Outside of that, I'm not really all that insecure about a lot of things. But I have issues. I feel like I have some stuff going on up there. I think everybody does. But thankfully for me, I have a very strong support system. I have family. I have friends that really love me and care about me. And they do call and check up on me just like I do for them. And I also, I come from a very religious background. So I wasn't always the most religious person. But now I find myself, you know, reading the Bible every now and again, praying at least once a night, you know, before I go to bed, before I wake up, after I wake up, I say another prayer. But that's me. That's how I cope with my life. I use music. I use books. I use past experience. But not everybody has that. And it's somewhat of an epidemic that we have in the country and in the world where people are thinking, you know what? I need to end my life. I don't need to live anymore. I don't need to be a part of this society anymore. And it sucks. It really does. Because for me, and I I know I keep going back and forth, but I just got to say it and get it over with. I think that you committing suicide or a person committing suicide is kind of a cowardly act for me. I feel like you have so many things to work out. You like you could work out anything. I, I, I've been, I recently started listening to Dave Ramsey. He's a financial consultant and he, he has this really awesome book called, uh, the complete money makeover or something like that. And on his show, like he'll have guests on and people will like say, Dave, I, we've been married for 20 years. Um, we were in debt for $2 million and we read your book three years ago. And now we're a hundred percent debt free. We're building our capital. We just bought, our second house we're sending our kid through college and you know it's like really awesome and thank you for all of that these are people that like these aren't like millionaires you know what i mean they're like everyday people and i think i have debt obviously almost everybody has debt but i ain't got even a fraction even an eighth of that level of debt Two million dollars? The hell were you doing? Still, a two million dollar debt, which majority of relationships and marriages end due to money issues, right? And they had a two million dollar debt and they fought their way out and got out of debt, dug themselves out of that hole, and now they're going on and moving on with their life. 
I know that's one specific kind of personal thing and not everybody is dealing with that. Some people are thinking to end their lives because they got raped. Some people are thinking to end their lives because they have substance abuse. Some people are thinking of ending their lives because they have no support system. They have no one. They don't feel like they have someone. And I understand that. I truly understand it. It's just my belief that you can't give up. And maybe that was instilled in me because of my parents. I grew up with both my parents around. You know, I grew up around a lot of family. Some people grew up in foster homes and they don't have that family. You know what I mean? And I understand. I get it. Trust and believe. I get it. Which is why I am of the idea that if someone comes to you, even if they're crying wolf and they're saying, hey, you know, I feel like I got to kill myself. Or even if you see signs, you should do something. You should say something. You should implant yourself in that person's life to give them hope and to let them know that, you know what? It's going to be me and you. Me and you are going to be sitting on the bathroom floor two o'clock in the morning if we have to while you're holding that knife, getting ready to slit your wrist. I'm going to be here with you because I want you to know that you're not alone. And that's what I think it takes. It doesn't just, you know, call the National Health uh suicide hotline and talk to somebody no if you're in the room with them talk to them talk to them a hundred percent talk to them don't just pawn them off on somebody because these people are hurting some people may be hurting with something that you feel is trivial i just lost the love of my life and I'm never going to find anybody else ever again. While you've been in 18 relationships and you're good, you're still going on. But this person just met who they believe is the love of their life and they lost them. You have to put yourself in the shoe of somebody else to really understand and figure out like where, where they're coming from, you know? Cause Man, I don't know. It 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 kind of it kind of easy for it kind of easy for think about what you would do in a certain situation. Think about what you would do, right? If somebody come up and try to rob me, it not gonna be easy. Me I gonna make it hard on them. Trust and believe we are fight because me nah make your getaway so easy. You get what I say? But for other people, somebody comes up on them and tries to rob them. They might not have that fight in them. They might not have my body. So I can't think you didn't fight. Why didn't you fight back? What are What's wrong with you? You should have fought back. No, I can't think that. I know me. I am me. I am who I am. Now you can either support that person or get the fuck out the way and let somebody else support them. Let somebody else help them. But if you're going to help somebody, help them. Don't just stand on the sidelines and watch them like go down. And this is how I felt when my two friends 
told me, you know, hey, this and that or whatever. I got to admit, at first I was sarcastic because that's just in my nature. At first I, I was like, well, I guess it didn't work. <laughs> I know it's horrible, but they were like, yeah, it didn't. And that's when I saw like the truth. I saw like, whoa, hold up. There's some real shit. I had to talk about it. I shared my views. I shared how I felt, but I also wanted to know what was going on with them. And this is what you got to do. Like, I love these two people. I love them to death. And I would hate to see something happen to them. I would hate for anything bad or harsh to fall upon them because that would hurt me. And I can't use that to guilt them. You know, if, if you kill yourself, then that would hurt me. Like, yeah, it's not about you. It's about them. And this is why I felt like I needed to talk about this. I wanted to share my thoughts and my feelings because maybe you can also align with what I'm thinking and align with the way I am. Maybe you have somebody in your life that you think is on that verge or has contemplated or has talked about it and maybe they need somebody to talk to. Or maybe you're listening to this and you have thought about this yourself. Maybe you thought, you know what? (sighs) I'm done with life. And you know what? If you have no judgment, it's, it's a sad part of life, but it is a part of life. And it's okay. It's okay to have these thoughts. It's okay to be like this. But it's what you do afterwards, after acknowledging the fact. That's what really counts. So if you're listening to this and you feel in any way, shape, or form, you know what? I'm done. I want you to take a minute and think. Don't think about who you're going to hurt. Think about the fact that there's so much more for you to experience. Why and now? There's so many things for you to see, for you to do. There's so much more love for you to give. There's somebody out there that you could touch their lives. And even if you don't think about it, there's somebody out there that can touch yours. So stay with us for a little while longer. Talk to someone. Get some help from someone. Consider all the alternatives because you're loved. And even if you don't think you are, you are. At one point in my life, I didn't really have anybody to turn to. I felt alone. I felt lonely. And after going through a few pretty messed up ordeals, I now see in my mind that I have people out there that really love me and care about me. 
you may be in a dark place and you don't see it for yourself, but trust me, it's out there. They're out there. And they're willing to help. So just stay with us a little while longer. Let's get it worked out. You won't regret it. And that's all I got to say. And that's it, you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for checking out the episode. I hope it was informative and maybe shine some light on what's going on out there. So before I go, I want to let you guys know. I want to remind everybody to please, if you are dealing with any issues that you feel like you need to talk to somebody and you feel like you don't have somebody to talk to, please call the National Suicide Prevention Hotline. That number again is 1-800-273-8255. They are available 24 hours. They have confidential, trained, professional therapists that are willing to talk to you no matter what, for no matter what it is. Even if you think, I want to kill myself because I didn't get the right gum at the store. Not not to make light of this, but they don't care. They'll talk to you about anything. So please give them a call. Also, if you have a family member or friend that you think could potentially commit suicide and you don't quite know what to do or what to say, I would like to recommend the Suicide Prevention book. It is the ultimate guide to suicide prevention. And that's what it's called, Suicide Prevention, The Ultimate Guide to Suicide Prevention. I know, I'm out for it, right? It's available on Amazon, so you can search for it. There are Kindle editions of it, and if you are a Kindle Unlimited member, you'll get the book for free. Not, I'm not in any way, shape, or form getting paid for this, but... I feel like I need to say it. Also, just remember to love. Remember to love. Just remember to love. Because sometimes all a person needs is a little love. All right. You guys have a good week. Be good to yourselves and to each other. I'll talk to y'all later.